Hi everyone, and welcome to the Never Too Late with Blake podcast, where you guys, the listeners, will join me on a journey with my guests. My aim with this podcast is to provide practical and useful information and tips to help you all on your self-improvement journey. So let's get started. Today's episode is a little bit different to ones I've done previously on the podcast. I had the privilege of chatting with Amanda Campbell on her Ben Like Bamboo Resilience podcast, and during the episode, we talk about all things resilience, what that means to me, and some of the moments that have shaped who I am today. It's a little bit different as usually I'm interviewing guests, whereas in the episode today, the roles have changed and I'm getting interviewed by Amanda. This chat was about a month ago, however, I thought resharing this with my listeners was another way for people to get to know me more and also pick up on some of the tips and strategies that Amanda and I discuss. Amanda is a previous guest in episode 5 here on the Never Too Late podcast, so if you haven't listened to that episode yet, head on over and hear some of the amazing information she has to offer. If you want to hear more from Amanda, you can listen to her Ben Like Bamboo podcast that she runs, or simply search Amanda Campbell on Google to find out more. Now, let's get straight into it. I hope you all enjoy. Hello and welcome to the Ben Like Bamboo Resilience Show, where on the show I get to chat with very special guests about their lives, hurdles and lessons with tips on how we too can feel more resilient. And today on the show I have Blake Collier. Welcome, Blake. Thanks for having me, Amanda. That's all right. I know it's 9am for you at the moment in London and 6pm for me. Yeah, it was good. We could find a time that both sort of worked. The time difference can be a little bit difficult with London and, yes. and Melbourne, but no, it's good we could find a time. And thank you for your time. So for the people that don't know you yet, this is Blake Collier, who's an athlete, pro golfer, who's currently on tour um, and is currently in London. I've known Blake for about, has it been about a year, do you think? Yeah, I think about, about a year or so. Yeah, yeah, something like that. And um, and I really wanted to have you on the podcast to chat about all things resilience because I find that you are um, an amazing human being and you're achieving so much in your life and, you know, you're so young and it really inspires me that you're such a go-getter, you're very uh, connected um, within yourself um, and I think we all need to have these conversations as we're all going through so much change within our lives, you know, within ourselves and in the world at the moment. Yeah, absolutely. Especially the last two years or two, nearly three years now. I know. A lot of change. A lot of change. And um, that's what I want to talk about tonight or this morning for you. So <laughs> let's dive in. Tell me, Blake, what does resilience mean to you? I think for me it's, that keep going sort of attitude when things can get a little bit tough um, and almost having that positive attitude while you're doing it. So yeah. I know things will sort of pop up like little roadblocks or little hurdles, but sometimes I think you've just got to like almost dig your feet in and just, and just keep going with that. Yeah. Um, have an attitude that you'll get through it and, yeah, I think that's sort of what that resilience sort of means. That just that keep going and and doing things that you might not might not want to do, but yeah. feel like you you need to do to sort of overcome it. So, so it's who we are in those yeah. moments when we want to give up, when we don't want to keep moving forward, or we don't know how. Yeah, absolutely. There's, I mean, everyone would have had a time when we've had we've been faced with a moment where we need to choose to, I guess, go and get over it or 
sort of hang back and, mm. and nine times out of 10 when you do um, dig a little deeper and, and use that inner resilience you're able to to get through it and get out the other side and, and you're you're glad you've done that so you would experience this in your um sport as well i imagine when you're for example the tournaments that you've had this week or in the last couple of weeks tell me um how you feel resilient what, what does resilience mean to you in an athlete sense yeah well i think especially in terms of golf what i'm playing the win percentage is so low so every week you're going out there you're trying to do your best obviously you'd love to win and that's a lot of the goal but nine times out of ten you're not going to win there's another 150 players that are trying to do the same thing and one of you is going to win so i i think being able to deal with that and then sort of the resilience of it all is, is coming back to less um, about the outcome and more about the process of me improving each time I go on the golf course rather than, oh, I finished 10th this week or I finished 80th. It's more about how I can keep improving and trusting that process that will then lead to better results down the track because you know how hard it is to get those really good finishes. Yeah, that's such good advice and how we should look at our current challenges in life where, you know, on a micro level, you know, if we if we focus on end result, it can be very disruptive and defeating. But if we look at everything from a bird's eye perspective on that macro level, we can see that if we didn't get the best result that we wanted today on whatever it is, whether it's sport or work or within relationships or anything, then maybe that moment was the next best step for the greater good of whatever really is next. And that's where I like to talk about, you know, how are setbacks really setbacks at all? Because maybe we put a desire out there, you know, that I want this, and then life brings coincidences and people and messages, I believe, every single day. And then how, And then when we listen to that, we are often guided onto a new path, which is separate to the one we've been walking on before. But if we see that change as stressful or we don't listen, we can see our, um, you know, the opportunities are not seen that way. They're more seen as setbacks. And so mm-hmm. maybe resilience, even when you're in a game um, performing in sport, it is really about, yeah, seeing the challenges that you face. Maybe it is getting you stronger for the next thing. Yeah, that's Doesn't what I matter. often think about. Yeah, it's often like, or maybe this is telling me something that I need to work on this or I need to uh, be more aware when I'm on the golf course, like use my awareness more or having in my head that it's a constant growth period, a constant growth um, process that I'm on. So it's not all about this as much as it is nice to, to play well. It's not about this exact moment when it might yeah. not be going well. It's, it's sort of cultivating you for something that could be bigger down the yeah. path. Yeah. When you play at your best, what has fallen into place for you in your day? I feel like everything sort of just just feels like it flows so easily. Yeah. Like walk with better posture, everything, like time feels very, it can feel fast as if the day goes quickly, but during each moment it's like you're just experiencing it all, everything's sort of very easy, very smooth, if, if that's So there's no sense. resistance going on in your mind or body. That's what I'm hearing. No, yeah, and it feels like you're almost getting out of, well, for me, I feel like I'm getting out of my own way. Mm. So 
I'm just, I'm picking the golf shot that I'm about to hit. Mm. I'm choosing, visualizing what I want to hit. And then I just stand in there and, and do it rather than let go. think, yeah, rather than thinking of, all right, well, I need my swing to be like in certain positions, which like can sort of get into your head when you're not playing as well. So yeah, it's just, it's very free flowing and totally free like that. Have you watched the new Top Gun movie? No, I haven't yet. I think oh, I've been meaning to go and so see So good, it, by so. the way. But they say, like, um, is it Tom Cruise that says it? It's, um, who says it? Yeah, I think it's Tom. And it's like, don't think, just do. Because when you're up there in, in the plane, you know, you're dead if you think. And be mm. the same in, in sports performance or even business performance or even in our daily life of performance is, you know, it's important to think and there's a time to be analytical. But I imagine the best days that you perform at your best is when you've put that bit aside because you train and train and train and you do the method and the form and all the analytical calculations. And as a dancer would also need to perform, it is really about trusting that that is ingrained and then you just need to let go and let the dance routine or the golf routine come out of you like magic. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. And I think the hardest thing is, with golf is that I can never replicate the same shot. Like once I've hit it, like it's, yeah. So it's yeah. just that constant and you can never perfect it. So it's always that constant. Mm. Oh, I feel like I want to get better. And and it's happened multiple times where a golfer has got to number one in the world, like the best of the best. And yeah. they then start changing something about their game because they want to get better. And then they drop, they drop way off. Oh, that's interesting. It's, yeah. It's like they get to the top and they're like, okay, but I want to keep getting better or I want to hit it further or something like that. And it sort of can undo them a little bit. So maybe that's how artists as well, how they can't replicate that next hit album. They get really nervous about it. And Mm, because how do you create that magic again? Yeah. But, but the the magic happened because you were in the flow state. Yeah. You sort of trusted yourself and, and let, let go. So do you think that obvious things like mind, body work, food and nutrition and connection are obviously really important things to integrate in for, for flow state? What else? As I said, sort of that, that daily process, I find that has helped me massively. Like if you break things down onto a smaller level, you're able to achieve bigger things by just chipping away at, at little things. So for me, whether that's waking up and doing a meditation and then starting my day with some stretching before I go to golf, like all those sort of things are put in place to then help the bigger performance or just day-to-day life things on a bigger scale. So, yeah, yeah. yeah the little things, the little process goals, yeah. I think daily can help a lot. Just wanted to take a quick break and say that if you're enjoying the podcast, please head over to Spotify or Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen and subscribe, follow and rate the podcast so I can continue to make content that you enjoy and can all stay up to date. Connect with my Instagram page, Never Too Late Podcast, and pass this on to a friend or family member that you think could benefit from listening. Thank you for all your support. I really appreciate it. Now, back to the episode. So how old are you now, Blake? 25. 25. How long have you been golfing for? Yeah, so I started playing golf when I was about 10 years old. And um, growing up, I played a lot of other sports, so footy, basketball, cricket, swimming, tennis, a, a lot of other sports. I enjoyed doing that with my friends from school. And then sort of as I transitioned into that 
14, 15, 16 age, I wanted to play either footy or basketball and, and was f- flat out with that training and playing and yeah, and sort of had kept the golf up in the background and, and played a few tournaments in school holidays and then, mm. yeah, managed to make a, a junior Victorian state team. And then that sort of yeah sparked my interest more about going down that path. And I enjoyed going after school and practicing at the golf course sort of on my own. It was quite peaceful and working on my game and, yeah. And yeah, I like that side of it about like what I put into it, I get out of it. So um, it. yeah, and then that sort of took me down that path and ended up turning. I mean, there's a lot in between, but turned professional at the end of 2019. Yeah. So it's been exciting. And what I love about you, and this is how we met, is you really place a lot of importance on mindset um, and inner work as well as the outer work that's required as an athlete. Um, I think it was. No, approximately somewhere around a year ago, I, I met you as one as a client at my private practice. How do you um, how do you find kinesiology has helped you? Well, I think I don't know if this yeah probably more so in golf. I feel like you're always in your head because it's just often you on the golf course, and then as I said before, how difficult it can be to replicate shots and play really well. So there's a lot of chatter that can go on inside your head and and especially yeah when you're trying to perform your best you just want to have the tools and yeah sort of ways to be able to put that aside and then sort of focus on what's important so yeah a lot around the mindset stuff that we've worked on and and journaling and meditation like a lot of things that we've worked on have helped a lot and I think through the last two and a half years with COVID I hadn't in previous years had any chance to I'd just been training and playing different sport and then COVID came along and it was like, well, I can't do any of this. Mm. So it gave me a chance to sort of pull back sort of out of the hamster wheel, I guess. And then, mm. yeah, focus on some of those things more mentally. And Yeah, because daily um, rituals to you are very important, aren't they? Yeah. So yeah. being able to kind of step back and focus um, on some of the other stuff has actually helped more me as, as a person, which I, I've really enjoyed learning that sort of stuff and, and growing in that way. That's good. So would you love to, I'd love you to share something that you've been through uh, that you've had to overcome in your life. Yeah, well, something that um, comes to mind is it was probably around that sort of 17, 18 age where I'd played a few years in the Victorian Junior State team and then was transitioning so I must have been 18 transitioning into the men's state team and we'd had a training camp and the coaches like yeah like you should be in the state team like basically saying it was pretty much a lock-in and anyway we were were at a tournament and the state team came out and I wasn't in and I was devastated more for the fact that the coaches had said oh yeah you'll be in like you're fine and and that sort of stuff and then it just came Mm. as such a a shock oh. like I think I'd I just captained the junior state team and and yeah played well and it was just a bit yeah it was a really big shock and I remember being at the tournament sort of going around to where no one could see me and sort of like yeah just like sitting down having a few tears because it was I was one of those things in your head where you feel like it was almost a certainty and then mm. it, it just comes as such a shock so um yeah I think that was sort of um yeah, one of those moments that I had to sort of overcome in my golfing yeah. career and sort of made me, from that point on, I was like, oh, I'm really going to like work really hard at this and make sure it doesn't happen again. 
sort of thing or or do what well, it I ends can up being a blessing sure. yeah maybe it was a blessing that first rejection you know mm. being told oh you're gonna get it you're gonna get it and then to be you know building that confidence and almost innocence about it mm. all and then to learn that sometimes things don't go our way it does it makes you work harder doesn't it yeah it does and even well I think now it was actually a really good thing and often even I guess with the group of sort of five or six of the guys my age that sort of came through all the the state programs together I, I was probably like not I was probably five or six out of four or five six out of that pack so it was always keep working to try and and get up that pack but also like yeah. understand that not everything's given straight away so it's it's given me that resilience and sort of thing that I, c- I can go play a tournament on my own in another country and and travel that on my own and and learn like kind of work my way through those things mm-hmm. um so it is actually i think it been a blessing for me definitely definitely and when you were told that you know you didn't get in how did it feel when you felt at your lowest yeah i i think it almost feels like you're on your own yeah in your head it's just like oh it feels like no one's there or or you sort of just Unsupported. You're sitting with yourself. Or, yeah, you're unsupported. Yeah. I think that's that's the main thing that sort of comes to mind when you have a point like that. Um, yeah. I mean, in yeah. general, I I mean, I try not to let things weigh me down and try and have a very positive mindset through a lot of things. But in a moment like that, yeah, you sort of feel like you're, you're on your own. And, and that's normal you're and you're totally allowed. And if you didn't have, you know, the daily rituals that you've now integrated into your life as, you know, you're, you know as we get older and we get wiser, it's who we are in those moments. That's what I believe resilience is all about, is how we back ourselves when things don't go our way. How do we connect and build that inner anchor within our bodies and our hearts and our minds, you know, where you just feel like you just drop and you don't feel like you're, you're supporting yourself? Because when you don't feel supported externally in your life, that's when that inner support needs to kick in, right? Mm. And who teaches us this unless we go and find you know, practitioners or, you know, schools are starting some really great programs and that's really good to see. But I remember when I was at school, I wasn't taught this. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Oh, no, I don't think I was either. And I yeah. I think it, to me it sort of it sort of came about the start of COVID when we um, had a new coach come down to Victoria and, and sort of started just sent me a few podcasts on some health things, some, some diet stuff, and then, from there, it sort of has morphed into, yeah, like how I can keep improving as a person. And then that's how yeah. through a podcast, a Pete Evans podcast, I came across um, an interview with yourself. And then, yeah, yeah I wanted to come and see. You. And, and then, yeah. yeah, from there, it's sort of that constant growth yeah, um, on myself. Yeah. And it's so wonderful to see. That's what inspires me about you is you are a, you're very aware and you, you know, you're very dedicated to your craft and your sport. But there's you're not there's no ego with you. You're very aware if it comes in, which is perfectly normal, and you're very grounded, and you're willing to do the work in in within as well as externally, and that's why you're going to go really far, in my opinion. Yeah, and I think even at oh, thank you for that. <laughs> but right. um, even at the moment, I find how I yeah. really have this inner belief that an opportunity is going to arise soon. Something will pop up. I'll yes. create an opportunity for myself and, and yeah. then I'll take that. So yeah. that's why I've, I'm still able to have that little bit of like positivity and, and hope. And, um, hope and hope is so that, important. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. And, and, and that's the gut intuition that you might be tapping into is when we try and stay connected, even when it feels like we're not performing on top of our game or things aren't working out in the way that we wanted them to. Sometimes you do get that little tickle of, no, 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 something's coming. And mm-hmm. if you can listen to that, you've got to be quite connected to feel that, you know, intuition. Yeah. And it is a fit like I can genuinely feel it. So I think when you are yeah. like yeah. that, you can really, really feel yeah. that sense of hope. So um, how is your life better now having gone through what you went through when you didn't make it to the state team? Yeah, well, I think I'm now open to learning things more outside of golf, like growing as a person, doing things that make me happy, and then tying that all in um, to my golf. Like I feel like now and from that moment it's it's like, I play golf as a profession. Well, now yeah. I do, but like that's, yeah. I'm not just Blake Collier, the professional golfer. I'm Blake Collier and I play professional golf. And then I've got other things yes. that I do as well. So it's having a more well-rounded sort of approach. Um, right. I'm really, right. as I said, like um, open to growing and, and finding ways that I can improve as a person, which then sort of as a byproduct leads into my golf. So yes. yeah, it's sort of being well-rounded and sort of, yeah, not attaching myself to Blake Collier. He's a professional golfer. It's like Blake Collier, he plays professional golf and he he does other things. I think and, that's very yeah. healthy of you. Yeah. Yeah, so I think that's that's sort of um, helped me a lot and something yeah. that I've been focusing on. That's awesome. So what would be three tips that you would share um, that can help others to believe in themselves or to navigate a similar situation that you went through when you were you know, things didn't go your way. Yeah, well, I think even even touching on what I said before about feeling in that moment like alone, like a bit of like lack of support. Um, for me, the first thing is probably remembering that we're all worthy of happiness and success. Yeah. And whether that and it doesn't mean that it's going to happen all the time, but we will get that at some point. So just remembering that those moments will come, but just sort of, yeah, like sticking at what you're doing and and know that we're all worthy of that happiness and success and, and it will come. It will come. Um, the second tip that I would have is to create an, env- create an environment around you that can help positively with your transformation. So mm. surround yourself with like-minded people, um, people that are genuinely happy to help you yeah, and people that have your best interest because I think what I've found is having a really close knit group of people, whether that's even like for me, it's probably like my family and then maybe three yeah. or four others Yeah, that they all have my best interest and yeah. they want to do what they can to help me. So yeah. that's been yeah really yeah. important. That's good. And then finally have patience. Oh, so that's me, a good think, one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think for me, I like, we all go through stages where we, we feel like we, we want it like what I said, like a hurdle comes up and you've just got to be patient and know that and this sense of knowing and hope, like we said, about that things will happen, things will go your way, things will positively change if if you're going through a tough time. So yeah, yeah having that patience to know that's that so it will happen. They're really great tips, Blake. Thank you. No, that's all right. Well, all the notes are going to be in um, the notes section. And if you want to follow Blake, you can find him on Instagram for Blake underscore Collier, C-O-L-L-I-E-R-1. And 
Was yeah, that right? Collier, C-O-L-L-Y-E-R. Oh, my bad. Y-E-R, That's thank right. you. Yeah, I wrote yeah. I. Yeah, Y-E-R one. And then on Insta, on, on Twitter as well. But we'll have all these notes anyway. My bad. Sorry, Blake. And That's your- right. A lot of people do that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I actually think, yeah, I don't know why I did that. My bad. I should know by now. You are one of my clients. So I should know how to spell your name. Um, but thank you so much for being with me today, tonight on this show. I've been wanting to interview you for quite some time now. And I know that the wisdom you've just shared will help so many people. Oh, thank you. No, thanks for having me on. It's great to be um, on your podcast finally. We've spoken about it for a while. So, And you've yeah. come on my podcast previously, so it's good to be able to jump on yours. So thank, thank you for having you. me. Well, everyone, I hope you enjoyed the chat Amanda and I had on resilience and were able to take some, some skills and some learnings out of it to help you on your self-improvement journey. If you haven't already, go back and listen to some of the previous episodes on the Never Too Late podcast. There's some great content in there and great guests so uh, there's a lot to to get out of it well thank you all for listening and i will see you on the next episode Just a reminder that this podcast is for information purposes only. Statements and views on this podcast are not medical advice and opinions of guests are their own. If you have any questions regarding your health, be sure to seek professional medical advice.